that's what it's all about is making a connection with another person and feeling good about yourself and representing uh, something that you're passionate about. So. But to go and to be able to transform into this different person that's not, uh, you know, necessarily a mom of three kids mm -hmm. cleaning up spills and getting, it, it's just, it, it's escaping. Right. Hello and welcome to our podcast. It's called Cosplaying Cocktails. This is Paige. Oh, I didn't know I was supposed to talk. And I am, as always, <laughs> Jessie. Uh, cocktail corner, Jessie. You uh, were in charge. Yeah, you've done the last several. And when you texted me about... You were you fucking sick and tired of what I was making. Yeah, well, that's part of it. That's part of it. And also just like fair is fair right. to split the workload. And also I... I think you really enjoy it more than I do. I do, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, um, I don't mind it. It's not... But I'm not yeah. as creative with it as you are. Uh, so, um, plus I was in town and you were like, oh, I don't have booze if we record tonight. And I was like, well, I'll just bring some out. I um, can't tell what it is. Uh, you want to know its name? Maybe I do. The name of it that I thought of the other day when we were recording is always bring a banana to a party. <laughs> I thought I tasted banana. Yeah. Um... So all it is, I wanted something. So that's inspired by Dr. Who. I was trying to think of fandoms. It's easier for me to think of a fandom to in a name and then and go then, from there. Yeah. Use that as the inspiration. That's a good idea. Um, uh, so I thought about Dr. Who, banana daiquiri. I don't love a banana daiquiri. It's a little creamy for me. Don't generally love frozen drinks like that. Yeah. Um, so although I think you can... Have like an on the rocks daiquiri just like you do. Mm -hmm. Anyway, didn't want to do a banana daiquiri, but I was like something banana. And I remembered your husband had uh, let us try some. It's not really banana flavored rum, but I think it has a very strong. That's right, you did banana bring, you flavor. Did that, yeah, yeah, that's what's in it. So. Yeah. Oh, so that's um, the same stuff. It's the same stuff. Oh, that's, it does have a banana uh -huh. flavor. Um. So, uh, I wanted it to be, the whole story behind it was that the doctor was at a party, he had a banana, and he ended up inventing the banana daiquiri. So, I wanted something that wasn't a banana daiquiri, because that already has a name. Right. But you could whip together with the things that you might find at a party. So, it's just white wine and uh, dark rum. Mm -hmm. uh, again, the kind I used is I think has a strong banana flavor. Mm -hmm. So you could use maybe if you wanted a fruity flavor like Malibu, if you can't find a banana rum in your Well, tell what that one is since we this like it. This is called Bamboo Rum Co., the original. It's a cool bottle. Um, yeah. It's the original. It's the original. Rum with natural flavors. Which yeah. I think is banana flavored, but it doesn't actually say. It is good. Uh, and yeah. then uh, it it's says a natural flavors. And then a cherry moscato is the yeah is what you. I used as the white wine, but you could use any white wine because, oh. like I said, I wanted it to be something that could theoretically. It's unlikely that at any given party there would be you know specifically cherry moscato. Right, and I no. honestly don't really taste the cherry moscato so much as I taste the banana, and right. I just could not tell what it was that right. flavor. It's really um, good. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I good think job. It's pretty good. 
Um, I wanted the wine. And the reason why I picked it is I wanted one that I knew we would drink if the cocktail was not good. So It is, though. You did a good job. Uh, there it is. There we it is. Always bring a banana to a party. This episode's signature cocktail. Good work. Um, so, something real quick. Uh, it's not a corrections corner. It is just a, hey, I forgot to say this last time. We set up a coffee account, um, and that is just where you can go and support us. Um, it's kind of like um, Patreon, but it's a, you would uh, throw us like $3, I think toss is like, a coin toss to a coin it. to your podcasters. Mm-hmm. Um, for the, the idea is for the uh, price of a coffee, basically. So that's a ko-fi.com slash cosplay and cocktails pod. Um, if you want to do that, uh, it's linked in our uh, bio on Instagram. Bio, so. So yo, yo, buy us a taco. <laughs> buy, yo, 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 buy, buy you a taco. Oh, boy. Okay, Jesse, what's today's episode about? Um, so we're going to talk about, uh, we each picked one specific cosplay. Mm-hmm. We talked about how we choose what characters to cosplay. So the, we decided to eat. So we talked about how we pick a character to cosplay, mm-hmm. the process that we go through. So this episode, we decided we were going to pick each one of us one specific cosplay mm-hmm. and go through kind of how we plan it more specifically. Right. So... Uh, how we think of the different changes we might make, how, why we might make those changes, um, how we overcome some different challenges, mm-hmm. ways that you can put your own spin on something, but it still be recognizable as the character you're going to. I think even still, uh, even to add on to that, also we can talk about a little bit like what we do differently if we redid those cosplays, if there is anything. Um, I know for mine, there are some things I would do differently. So, um, I might think of something that yeah. immediately springs to mind, but yeah, we may and talking. Yeah. Uh, decided to do my fallout steampunk vault dweller, uh, to talk about because it's something that I wanted to do fallout for a while. And it's one that I approached, um, a couple different ways and had to make some changes along the way. So I felt like, um, a lot more planning went into that one. It was the first time and really the only time I've uh, forayed into any kind of steampunk. Um, that wasn't your original plan either, no, right? Yeah, right. So uh, that's I just yeah. thought I had the most to talk about because now, and it was also a little bit earlier on. Now, not that we don't plan, but I feel like the plans usually come to me a little bit quicker. I don't have to sit down and think about them as much. Um, it's just like you pick one and then. I'm like, okay, boom, boom, boom. Right. This is what I mean. So. Right. Um, so for mine, I chose uh, my Loki cosplay. Um, and I kind of chose it for the same reason Jesse chose hers. Um, it was one that I put a lot of work into. And it wasn't just uh, something that I took from the screen or whatever. And it wasn't one that I took you know, directly from screen to cosplay and tried to make it as screen accurate or whatever as possible. Um, it was one that I also adapted a little bit and took my own creative spin on. Um, and I did a lot of, uh, sewing and stuff with it. So, uh, that's why I chose that one too. It, it just was one that I thought was more interesting to talk about. Okay. Um, 
We've talked about this when we picked on how we decided on a costume. Mm-hmm. The first thing I always think about is what are fandoms that I like? What are mm-hmm. characters I identify with? And again, this is an earlier one, so I tried to pick fandoms that I'm way, way into. Mm-hmm. Not just fandoms that I... Now there's some that I do that, you know, I like, but they may not be my favorite thing. So I'd known for a while I wanted to do a Fallout cosplay. Mm-hmm. And the predominant challenge being that then the Fallout games... You know, the player character is a customizable character. So, like, right. the character you play as, you choose their gender, you choose the way they look. The way they act. Um, with, he sort of, yeah. you know, from some pre-selected options, but... It would be hard to recognize, it wouldn't be very recognizable. Right, like, if you didn't do a recognizable outfit, mm-hmm. it would be hard to recognize them. And there are some player characters... Um, but I didn't, I didn't, there aren't that many female player characters. Okay. Well, there are non-player characters. There, it was just, there were none that immediately sprung to mind, like, of a non-player character that mm-hmm. I really wanted to do that would be recognizable. Um, so then it came to, okay, well, what outfit would I wear? Because that's another thing. You have all these different armor options, all these different clothing options. And the first thing that came to mind is it's kind of set in, like, a 1950s aesthetic it's set in the future um and in an alternate universe but um the aesthetic is very 1940s 1950s uh you know the clothing things like that so there's an outfit there's like some different outfits called like park stroller outfit and like spring outfit in new vegas new vegas is my favorite fallout game mm-hmm. so and at the time fallout 4 i don't think it was out um uh, but, so I knew I wanted to do New Vegas, and there's an outfit in New Vegas called, like, Park Stroller Outfit, Spring Outfit, which is just basically, like, a swing dress, like, okay. an old style, like, a retro style swing dress that's, like, pink. Right. And I was like, well, that'd be easy enough for me to make, and I could have, like, a weapon and a Pip-Boy, and that will be the costume that I was. So that's what I originally was planning on doing. I, because you borrowed my hat for that. Right, correct. Yeah, yeah. And I still have yet to give it back. Well, it's yours now, I guess. I guess you claimed it. Yeah, because it's, I, that's another thing. We just like, talked it's about big, you borrowing it, and right. I was trying to remember what it was for. Right, it was for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like a big sun hat and like a pink retro. If we think of it, we'll post a picture on the, I'll send you a picture and you can post it with the, mm-hmm. if anyone wants to see what I'm talking about. A cosplay about, but, that you didn't do. Yeah, well, I'm in a picture from the game. There are uh, cosplayers who have done it. Right. Um, but I knew it would be fairly simple to make the dress. I knew I'd be able to get the fabric for relatively cheap. Um, I was going to make a Pip-Boy and wear your hat and call it a day. So, really, the thing I was most worried about was making the Pip-Boy. So, that's what I sat down to do first was... Make a Pip-Boy, I found a... Because to buy them online was very expensive. Um, So I found a pattern that used EVA foam. And so I tried to make this Pip-Boy out of EVA foam. Part of my problem, I think, was that I used the wrong kind of glue. Um, And I just don't have... Still don't have a ton of sculpting skills. They're better now. Than they were then, so it just did. It came out very lumpy. It like re, it didn't look like a Pip Boy. It looked like Pip Boy. You're not familiar with the um, Fallout games. It's basically like a smartphone 
that's in a canister. Like a big your, watch, like a big Apple watch. Yeah, kind of like a really big <laughs> Apple watch, but with uh, like almost like armored piece, mm-hmm. almost like a gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not like a spy kid. <laughs> um, but so it, it just, it looked like EVA phone with, because you had to put your phone in the middle of it. There's a, there's a Pip-Boy app that you can use with Fallout 4. And it, I don't know if that one was out yet, but there were like third party apps, like not made by Bethesda. That was like a fake Pip-Boy screen. Okay. You could download the app on your thing. So that was my original plan, but I was like, it just looked bad. Mm-hmm. It did not look like what it was supposed to look like. So then I was like, okay, like you really can't cosplay Fallout without a Pip-Boy. It'd be very difficult because that's like the one key for... Uh, so I don't know. I mean, I've seen you play Fallout and I like I have an idea of what it is, but I, I don't know. I, I understand that that's like a the key Pip-Boy? part, but I see like the jumpsuit, like the blue and yellow jumpsuit. Yeah. And I know, like, because I saw somebody on... Right, but you wouldn't have the jumpsuit and not a pit boy Well, right. But I'm just saying, like, that's not what I see first. Like, I see those well, colors in that jumpsuit, and I'm like, oh, they're for sure. Right. But, well, that's the thing, like, really, you're... Which I but it's up not something you would want to do without. Yeah, no, I don't. Right. It'd be very difficult, like I said. It's not like people wouldn't recognize it, but I wouldn't do it right. without a pit right. boy I understand. Because then you'd basically just be wearing a jumpsuit. jumpsuit right. Which, again, the pit boys are... You can now, now that Fallout 4 has come out, you can get, for about $25 online, a plastic pit boy oh. And the screen's not really a screen. It's just like a sticker or like a holographic thing. Right. But still, it's much more reasonable right. now. Especially if you're doing it for like a you know Halloween party or something, mm-hmm. but so my pit boy to build did not go right uh, well. So I scrapped it for that year completely. I was gonna do it the year before, mm-hmm. uh, the year that I ended up doing Leela, um, and so I completely scrapped it for that year, and then the next year I was like, okay, I really want to do this still. How can I do it without spending $200 on a Pip-Boy or out without being able to make one that has a functioning screen? So I was like, well, what about Steampunk? That So that was the first thing. The reason that I thought to change it to Steampunk for that specific case was that... Uh, and well, and that's the thing I knew I didn't want to do. We've talked about before. I don't feel... I don't like my body in a jumpsuit. Right. I knew I didn't want to... It's not practical for a con because you have to get naked right. to pee uh, which a lot of cosplays you do right um but you just but you know. i would prefer not to right so like for a multitude of reasons i knew i didn't want to wear a jumpsuit so like that pink dress without a pit boy would not be fallout at all right so i that first idea was what how can i change the pit boy and that's when I came up with steampunk. So I was like, okay, well I could that would be kind of cool. I could have like a leather cuff mm-hmm. and then put on like old-timey, you know, uh, old-timey versions of the same thing that a Pip-Boy does. So, like, a Pip-Boy in the game, you know, it's got a clock on it, and it's got your radiation meter, and it's got your map. Mm -hmm. So, I um, got old-timey-looking versions of all those things. Gear, Well, and then, like, I had a real compass on there. I had, an uh, uh, like, a moisture... um, meter mm-hmm. i guess i had a barometer on there to tell the pressure because like obviously i can't have a radiation meter right there was a clock like an old looking like a pocket watch on there i made a map i printed out a map of the mojave wasteland that's where you are 
in Far White New Vegas, and I tea dyed it mm-hmm. to make it look old, and then I inset it into a leather cuff, and then just sealed it with waterproof sealant. So uh, I think it came out really well. Uh, looked pretty well, how exactly how I wanted right. it to look. So, so how did you go from um, the like the steampunk like? Were you gonna do that? The sundress and steampunk? I honestly don't remember. I don't think so. I think once I decided I was going to do steampunk, I was like, okay, well, now that I'm doing steampunk, I don't necessarily have to stay with that pink dress. I can now change it to be um, uh, a more steampunk style outfit. So I will make a steampunk style vault suit. That's awesome. what the jumpsuits are called. So. Awesome. Um, and then I went through, <clears throat> I don't know if you remember this, but there's, uh, hundreds of vaults in the fall universe and each one of them has a different like experiment mm-hmm. that was done. So I went through a lot of thought about which vault <laughs> I was going to paint on mm-hmm. the back, what number, cause you know, there's the main vault that you come from generally in, but in new Vegas, you don't come from a vault. So I was like, well, if I want to do New Vegas, I need to pick, like, there's fewer vaults in New Vegas because you don't come from one, like, you know, usually you're either coming from 111 or from 101, like your character comes from, again, I can go into the little, (laughs) there's also like expanded comics and like Uh ones that get mentioned like in passing, like either in books are on like terminals which are like computers Mm -hmm. so there's you can look up like the history of all these different vaults so I was like well if I want to do a vault suit I want to have like a little kind of reference for people who are into the game right that would get what number so I thought about doing there's one vault that's like 999 women and one man and then there's one vault that's 999 men and one woman Mm -hmm. so I thought about doing I think it's like six ninety and nine sixty or something like you know mm-hmm. like oh yeah cheeky like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you but well and also keep in mind like the core demographic of the game is probably boys. fourteen year old boys yeah boys. Mm. and then there's one where it's just a guy and a bunch of puppets he's just locked in there by himself with a bunch of puppets there's one where it's like eighty people and one tiger or something like that so I went through all the different histories of the vaults. To figure out, and I ended up doing Vault 21, <laughs> which is the vault that's on the strip in New Vegas. Um, so anyway, that was that was planning that went into it. That's you know sometimes even though it's a small detail that uh, that's kind of the things that I think make a because co- the things that I notice when I see someone else cosplaying it like a niche thing that only a true real fan you know because we can appreciate and see beautiful cosplays from fandoms that we aren't in mm-hmm. and we can appreciate the work that went into it appreciate that they're beautiful cosplays and not know it but like something like that only a fan of the franchise would get like a little like oh hey right. 21 you know or whatever so well mine took a lot less uh forethought i think because Loki's one of my favorite marvel characters um and i knew i wanted I don't know. I don't even know how long I knew I wanted to do Loki. I talked about him for a year at least. At least a year, yeah. And um, I knew uh, just from looking, uh, you know, I I didn't knew I didn't want to do screen accurate. I knew that wasn't 
what I wanted to do, um, but I also wanted it to be recognizable, and so uh, I knew I wanted to do some sort of gown or dress, um, which in retrospect is now something if I redo it, I would change a little bit. Um, but I was surprised always that you wanted to do a dress version since you generally hate wearing dresses. Right. Well, so I think that's part of like when I'm cosplaying, I'm always like, what can I do that's a dress like to kind of get me out of my comfort zone? Because I don't want to wear pants all the time for cosplaying. Like, you know, I don't want to wear a pant thing every day. I don't, you know, um, but honestly, and honestly, like, it is way cooler to wear a dress normally. Like, there's a lot more breeze happening. And, but, um, but I just knew I wanted to do something a little bit more feminine. And um, the ones I had seen that I really liked were more gownish. And so, I went from there. So, yeah. Um, so, what was the first... Uh, like detail that you focused on, like when you started it, like, making it or planning it, planning it. Well, it so well, for planning it, I went through and I came up with okay, like you said, Pit Boy was the first thing, and I was like, okay, if I do a steampunk version, God put gears on there, right? But I also want it to be like a reasonable approximation of a Pit Boy because that's kind of the whole thing behind. Steampunk, you know, it's like, what if the Industrial Revolution never happened and we we're still using well, steam? Right. Um, so I wanted an approximation of, like I said, an approximation of like a radiation meter, a compass, a map, because those are all things that are on the Pit Boy. Mm -hmm. So um, non, you know, analog um, replacements for mm -hmm. the digital things from a Pit Boy. So um, I planned out like, these are the things that I want to have on there. So um, I made out a list of things I would need for that. And then I was like, okay, what do I want to do for the outfit? So I looked up just a ton of steampunk cosplays because mm -hmm. it was um, the first one I ever done. So I was like, okay, what are key components of right. like, a female steampunk cosplay? And a lot of them have some kind of corset mm -hmm. or bustier. Usually it's in, you know, more muted tones, earth tones, browns, mm -hmm. things like that, tans. But since I was doing fallout, I was like, well, I'm going to do the vault suit color. So blue and yellow, right. sometimes blue and gold, but I knew blue and yellow is what it actually is, in, at least in New Vegas. So um, I picked... Uh, that so I was like okay they usually have like a bustier or a corset top so I'll need one of those and then the skirt is usually like a crinoline or like a hoop like exposed cage skirt mm -hmm. so I was like I'll need to get those and then uh shoes accessories things like that I kind of saved till last I was like I'll deal like I was like surely I have I ended up finding it goodwill it helps that I wear such a small shoe Seriously. but I ended up finding it goodwill for a dollar little brown angle boots with like brass rivets on them which I was like okay these are perfect mm -hmm. they did look um, really good and then I bought I also wanted a um accessories so I started thinking about accessories there's a hat so they're the accessories in fallout like change your attributes so it'll give you know like plus so much to your charisma or plus so much to your luck so there's a little hat called the Suave Gambler hat. So I was like, well, I want a little Suave Gambler hat. <laughs> so I um, ordered just like a, but I get you know I think it was actually for a teddy bear or something. 
a brown felt little hat, like mm-hmm. suave gambler hat, like a little fedora, and then decorated it with like feathers and gears and like netting, put it on a clip to make it look a little more feminine, and a little more steampunk. Um, so I planned out things that I wanted to have, like things I knew I wanted to have, so like the pit boy I knew I wanted to have. This is the kind of skirt I know I want to have. Um, but then also like making sure that it was still recognizable. So like making sure the blue of my skirt and the blue of the corset matched well enough so that it would look like a reasonable approximation of a jumpsuit that would clearly be all one fabric. So that was how I went about picking the individual pieces was just by looking at, um, you know, hundreds of different steampunk cosplays because that's the thing always that I won't say you run a risk of but like looking at other cosplayers like I know we kind of have two different not completely different because both of us will look at reference pictures but you definitely look at way more than I do because I feel like I run into if I look at too many of them I'll be like well I like this this and this and like I'll start copying see and I feel like normally once and also I don't want it to look like you know, someone else's. Right. Um, I feel like a lot of times when it's a specific character and, like, I am trying to do more screen accurate than I will. And, yeah, and, and that that's also a difference because you tend to do more screen accurate, mm-hmm. like, try to be closer than I, whereas I care more about. And I think part of that's me being plus size. You have to take considerations because there are very, there's very little plus size representation, right, right. especially in fandom type movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't think of a ton. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, right. nothing immediately, you know, right. B from being puppy cat, but she's a cartoon. It's art, you know, right. she's drawn very differently. I from, think, so. I think that has something, cause like I said, I, I know I look at a lot more of that kind of thing whenever I'm doing something more screen accurate, but then whenever um we're doing something that like we we are putting our own spin on a lot of times uh we don't necessarily know exactly what that spin's going to be right. that's what you and said i feel like i did more I, I do a lot of searching then just for ideas of what could we spin this with like right. well, what that, could we and like you said i feel like i did more looking at pictures for my that steampunk one because i wasn't super like you know i knew what steampunk well, right. was from like going to the t-duel and like alternate history tracks mm-hmm. panels at Dragon Con and just from seeing other steampunk cosplays but I was like okay I want something that's going to read as steampunk exactly so I need to look at more and see like what are you know it's just like things like I said to me I already knew things that like okay for a fallout cosplay like you need a pit boy if you're gonna Mm -hmm. do a vault suit it needs to be blue and yellow like you know these are the things that to me are essential to a fallout cosplay but not being as familiar with steampunk I was like okay well what are things that are essential and like I said like a crinoline style or tulle uh, hoop or you know petticoat style mm-hmm. um there's a lot of like exposed undergarments mm-hmm. with um, corsets and gears and right with steampunk so uh, i felt like i did more in the planning stages more research, research mm-hmm. than i would typically that's another reason why i picked it um, since at the, uh, like other than that, I generally try to look at pictures of the source, source more than, and also cause like I might see, you know, if I look at pictures of the cosplay, generally they're standard size cosplayers. Mm-hmm. Um, not always, but generally. So like, I feel like, okay, well that looks really good on her, but right. she's 
Well, I know even I can do that. Like, I'll look up cosplay. Like, I'll look up. Or, yeah, or maybe, like, it's something I would like. Because a lot of people that cosplay follow also wear the jumpsuit. Right. And I knew I didn't want to wear a vault suit. So, like, looking at reference pictures as far as, like, specific fallout pictures would not have helped me much. So. Okay, so what, um, what's the first thing you made for yours? Ooh. Because I answer that with my pit boy. Um, so, we, as we've stated in a previous uh, yeah, I was gonna say, podcast, I'm sure the helmet wasn't my helmet. Right. <laughs> Your headpiece was very last. Um, I am fairly certain the very first thing I made was my cape. Um, so, I bought a big piece of, like, pleather. I don't, I don't know what exactly that pleather. material was. Yeah. Um, and I Probably bought. vinyl. Some kind of pleather. Right. I bought a fur a uh, big stole. piece of, yeah, a first stole that I cut down, and then I bought, um, well, what would you call that little gold Rivets, trim? Maybe. Trim, like, like gold-studded ribbon yeah. type thing, type stuff, and I... It's like bias tape. Like right. Like studded bias tape. I, uh, I just sewed, I cut the first stole down to where it would fit where I wanted it on my shoulders. I cut the fabric to the width and length that I wanted it. Um, I didn't have to hem it because I took this, um, the rivet things, <laughs> the tape. studs, yeah, the yeah. tape, and, uh, sewed that on either side of the hems or on the seams. Um, and so that was my hemming and, but it was, that was a lot of hand sewing that I did, but I think that was the first yeah. piece that I actually, um, sewed together for that one. So, um, and yeah, it was, it was, um, it's, I still love that piece. If I redo Loki, I'll use that piece again for sure. Um, just because I, I really like the way it turned out and the aesthetic it gave. Cause he has that similar studded look on his part of his jacket and stuff. And that was what I was going for. And the fur, um, I guess when I was planning it, um, the, Fur isn't necessarily something you see MCU Loki wearing, but in a lot of... Right, but he also doesn't wear a dress. Right, but in a lot of comics, he does wear fur. And um, in a lot of, like, especially the female cosplayers, a lot right, of a lot, yeah. Loki. Because um, I think it does make it a little more feminine. Yeah. Um, and so I knew I wanted, I knew I wanted fur on that. So once you, once you decided on that specific look... And you decided, okay, I'm going to do the steampunk version and I'm going to do the corset and stuff. Mm-hmm. What was the first thing that you purchased? Um, That's a good question. I think I ordered stuff together. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember if I ordered it all together or if I ordered some stuff. Generally, like now, I try to order stuff kind of in a lump sum if I can. Mm-hmm. You know, financial issues are always something you have to take into consideration if you're going to be buying $300 worth of stuff you may not be able to afford to do yeah, it all at there's once there's many a times right. that we break it up into different right. like what can we work on what do we need that we can work on now right so if I had to guess I probably ordered like the skirt last because I didn't mm-hmm. really do I don't didn't do much of anything to the skirt mm-hmm. um I think I might have sewn some trim on it or something but I don't even know if I did that I know my data one I sewed trim on but um 
Oh, I also did steampunk data. I guess I've done two steampunk. Yeah, you're Vault Dweller. You're well, that was my was first, first right? Um, uh, I so if I had to guess, I probably ordered it last. The corset, I didn't. I didn't do much to other than I changed the lacing. Yeah. In it because it was really bad lacing when well, I ordered you, it. And you did like a yellow lacing, right? Right, just to make it pop more. Your mom painted mm-hmm. the 21 on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I got it kind of early so I could make sure that your mom was going to have time to do it so it wasn't like a last-minute project for her. That's really the only time I've ever asked that I remember at least asked someone else to do <laughs> a part of my... Well, I can't remember any other time. Usually I try to avoid getting anywhere near your mom so it doesn't get taken uh-huh. over. She doesn't go, here, just let me. Right. Just let me. Right. Um, She's getting way better at it. Uh, but so I didn't want to spring it on her. You know, anytime you're asking someone to do something, you don't want to wait until the last minute right. and be like, oh, hey, can you do this? And by the way, I need it tomorrow. Right. Or whatever. So I anticipate that I did that early. I know the first thing I actually worked on was my pit boy because it had a lot of like, okay, well, I attached this and now, uh, like, I had to, when I dyed the map, I that took some doing because it was the first time I'd ever done anything like that. So my first few tries, like, did not come out looking aged. They just looked wet, like wet right. computer paper, like, right. so making it look distressed, but still being able to attach it and waterproof it that took some doing and then once I did get it tea dyed the way I wanted to wear you know to make it look old using tea black tea right took some time to dry and then did that a few times so those were the first things I was working on because that took up the pit boy took a lot more steps whereas you know once the like once the back of the course that was painted it was pretty much done yeah um, so anything for your Loki that you planned to do one way that your plan did not work out besides the helmet? I was we've, already say, talked, we've already talked at length about <laughs> that. We don't need to. Um, so I think one thing that I maybe not didn't turn out like, like I had a one vision and it didn't go the right way. Um, I bought my dress. I didn't do anything to it. it I didn't um, know exactly how I was going to tie it because it was one of those that you can tie a I bunch of different that, ways. Yeah. Um, but it was going to be such, it was going to be under all this other stuff that I was like, well, I'll figure that out later. <laughs> um, but my the one thing that I remember being like, okay, I don't know exactly how I want to do this is uh, Loki wears like his vest under his jacket in the MCU it's a there's a, a pattern and it's very specific and I knew I wanted to do some kind of like skirt wrap corsety uh yeah, like belt, belt belty action yeah. with I knew I wanted to do something along those lines over my dress um but I really didn't know exactly how because I knew I was going to be completely winging it on it um my original thought was i was going to do some kind of i was going to try to make some kind of corset or uh, underbust corset which is kind of what it ended up being um just not the structure involved but it came out as more a belt right um a very large belt skirt (laughs) right right so yeah um that's that's probably the only thing like you said other than the helmet that i 
maybe went into thinking it could be something completely different and then it ended up the way it did. Yeah. So. Once I decided on steampunk, you know, vault suit, I pretty much, like, I don't remember having any major... I know we mentioned that at the beginning, like, issues that arose. I don't remember any... Mm, I didn't either. Issues arising with it. We practiced my hair. I did, like, a pin-up style, because mm-hmm. that's another kind of the aesthetic of Fallout. I did some pin curls and some, uh... I don't know what any of this will mean. Like, a wave. <laughs> a wave on top of my it's head. It's called a, uh... Oh, shoot. What's it called? A wave. It's not so what it's called. It was the wave of flavor. It's a, it's a roll. It's a, um wave on top of my head Hashtag a it. jimmy neutron if you will a, gi- a jimmy neutron. neutron it doesn't matter well, i'm gonna look at it well, anyway gonna put, nobody's gonna know it okay um yeah we practiced that quite a way because you were really nervous about the time that it was gonna <laughs> yeah. take uh, uh for you to do because i wanted to make sure you had enough time Right. To get ready, and also I knew that you know you're out of well, and anxious me to get there. as a hairdresser, like never doing that kind of hairstyle, I was like, right. I want to practice as well and make well, sure and it's make something sure, I can do, right? And make sure that I like it, right? And it's not gonna again because if you like it, but it takes an hour mm-hmm. to do. I don't remember it taking very long at all. We didn't. Um, we, yeah. Uh, so, um, that like I said. That's another thing to plan. Now we pretty much always do a makeup run. Mm-hmm. Then I did a makeup run, but my makeup was pretty simple for it. Um, so that's something else that you may not be thinking of if you're planning a cosplay is think about, you know, how you're going to do your hair or if you're going to have a wig. And if you're going to have a wig, do you need to style it? I just wore my natural hair for that because that's another thing that was nice about, you know, sometimes you have a specific character that looks one certain way or sometimes you have specific character that has multiple different ways and that's the thing about the fallout games is that you customize your character to a greater or lesser extent you know as every new game that comes out you have more customization options um yeah so that's another thing that i planned out i knew i wanted to do something you know pin-up-y with my hair and something that would work with a cute little hat. And we looked at a lot of different... I remember mm-hmm. we had several different options yeah. that we had we had references yeah, for. Yeah, because a lot of them, that's the thing. A lot of the old-timey ones, like bangs were a thing. But I knew, I was like, I'm not going down that road again. No. Well, and we knew we wanted <laughs> to be able to use your hat. Right. Every hair. once in a while, I'll see, like, a picture of, like, Bat for Lashes oh, or, like, Alison Krauss. And I'll be like, I could rock some bangs again. But that's the thing. I don't think I would hate them. But... If I did, you're stuck with bangs for mm-hmm. a minute. Yep, so. that's how bangs work. Yeah, I remember. Um, I've lived in Bangsylvania. Bangsylvania. Oh, no, that sounds like a dirty... That yeah, sounds like a gross, like, dude picking up. Uh, He's like, yeah, let me give you a ride to Bangsylvania. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah with my Loki, um, I, I'm pretty sure I practiced the eye makeup because I knew I wanted to do some green and mm-hmm. some, some dark colors. And um, the lip makeup because I remember yeah. uh, you borrowed lipsticks from yep, me. Yep, I borrowed some dark greenish lipstick from you. Yeah. And, um, but other, I didn't, I mean, that wasn't anything too extensive. I wore a wig. Um, so, yeah, that wasn't a huge, but that is always part of planning is. Right, you want to try, and also something like, again, this, we may not have thought of this at the time, but like trying on your makeup with your wig mm-hmm. to see like because you may plan like a really extensive you know eye makeup piece and then find out your wig is going to cover it which or, is something I ran into at C2E2 right. this year was I was doing a sip and I had already bought my wig 
and I did my makeup the first time, trying different combinations of uh, patterns and, and right. looks on my face, and, and I put my on. wig on, and there was so many, like, up around my, like, I did some pretty cool winged eyeliner, mm-hmm. and then, like, some things coming on my cheek, like, coming off of my cheekbones, and you couldn't, you see, couldn't it see it at all, so then, yeah, which isn't something I had even thought about. Me neither. And, and so that's, it's, again, we've mentioned this before, but it's, bears repeating that. It's a good idea to plan things. Really, like, think about every single thing that you're going to do on mm-hmm. the morning of the con and try to do that at your house and wear it around for a few hours. If you can. It's not right. always realistic. Yeah. We don't always do it either, so um, bear that in mind. But if you can, it's a really good idea. It mm-hmm. will make your life... Uh, a lot nicer. So, what was your favorite part of putting that cosplay together? Oh, I don't know. I really... Probably the Pit Boy, because I'm just proud that I had that idea. Mm-hmm. Like, because I remember looking up, like, Steampunk Pit Boy, and there was nothing. Right. Um. So, I literally had nothing to go off of. And then, like you said, all the little, like, touches that you wouldn't think. So, like, I made, like, a Steampunk Plasma Pistol, which I don't even think I got any pictures with. I just carried it around in my pack. Yeah, I don't think you did either. Um, and, uh, like, I made Nuka-Cola cap Mm -hmm. earrings, and they had gears. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so, like, the little touches, I think. But, like, if I had to pick one specific piece, the Pip-Boy. Yeah. But... Really, honestly, I just think the whole thing came together. It really did. Really, really. It's, it's one, one of my, of my favorite. favorite. Yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorite. I felt really awesome in it. And that's why I think really I good... mentioned this before. That's why I think I like that one so much is because I remember how excited you were in it. Like, yeah. how you felt so good in it. And, right. that's what's... and that's one of the first ones that I wore that was a little bit more... That may have been the first corset that I ever wore for cosplay. It was like just a corset without right. like a... What was your favorite part of yours? You said the cape. Uh... My favorite part, um, I really like my cape and I really like my, my, um, belt skirt thing. Um, but I think a lot of the reason I really enjoyed those so much was because, uh, that I brought, we've mentioned before, uh, my mom has gotten a lot better, but she is a really amazing seamstress. She's very creative. And she's she's just a perfectionist. She's a perfectionist. And so before I was... Uh, competent at all with sewing, she uh, had a hard time letting me do it. She'd be like, "Uh, just let me. And with those two things, I took them. (laughs) I didn't do them at her house. No, like I mean things out, but right. I brought them here. I, I really did a majority of that planning and I brought them here and I, she did not sew a single Right. Single bit on right. them. And like I think she helps you be like, yes, this will work. Right. No, this won't work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cosplay is something. This is how you need to cut it out. Right. This cosplay is, how, is something yeah. that she, she, she doesn't cosplay, but she enjoys helping us with right. our cosplays. Even if she's just like, we're just bouncing ideas right. off of her or she, we're working together on it. Like, she just loves that. She always has like costumes and just creative right. stuff in general. That was the first time that I was like, I'm going to do this. And I left with them and I brought them home and I did right. them here. Um, so if you were going, do you have any other final thoughts on making your cosplay or anything you want to bring up about like, no, cause like I said, that one I think went pretty smoothly. Like I don't, I, the, I had like some practice. I probably went through five, six, ten. I don't know how many different maps. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I had some trouble, like, with the gun, the plasma pistol, like, getting, finding an epoxy that all the pieces would work with and popping out the different pieces. So I took, like, a Dollar Tree or Dollar General, you know, like, ball popper gun thing Mm -hmm. and took it apart so I could paint the individual pieces so that wouldn't all be one uh so there was like some trial and error there but I knew going in that I was like okay well if I have this like I won't have it out it'll just be for for a few pictures yeah so I wasn't that worried about it so you said it really went pretty smoothly I didn't have I don't really think I did any sewing for that one it was all like 90% of the work was in the pit boy mm-hmm. Again, I may have sewed some trim or something on the skirt. I don't remember. May have had to alter it slightly, but I don't think so. Um, yeah, the only other thing, uh, if you're interested in hearing all about the uh, near disaster my Loki helmet was, uh, that's in our Cosplay Fails episode. Right. I talk pretty in-depth about how I went about that one. Um, but, yeah, I... So, my last question, is there anything you would do differently if you were to redo that? I don't think so, honestly. I might do, I might do, like, make more of an effort, like, to come up with, like, a holster or something for my gun. I might I see the, the idea of, like, the, I, I might have thought about, like, the boning skirt. I liked your skirt, like a, but that, like, a more I do really like those, yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I liked mine well enough. It'd be hard to do that and get it blue would be the thing. Maybe put like a yellow cage over it. That might be. And if I, you know, I might do it again someday. I still have all this stuff. I Really the only thing, like there's nothing that I would do differently. Like there were no Mm -hmm. pieces that were uncomfortable. There were no pieces I didn't like. Mm -hmm. Um, I, the only thing would be I might, I even wore nude fishnets, which I didn't even know they made nude fishnets. Oh, I don't remember that. I wore nude fishnets because I was like, well, I want it to be like my skin, not black. I don't know why. Which nude is not nude on me. It's, you know, right. It looks almost brown. You're iridescent. Yeah. I'm pink. God damn it. (laughs) Um, uh, So there's no pieces that like I didn't like or I would change. But there'd be things that I might add to it. Well, that's been a couple years ago too. Like I, I think I might a lot of it was like I actually predominantly use in Fallout New Vegas is a katana. So I might have tried to get like a katana. That'd be cool too. Which I have a katana. It's just not the right colors. Right. Um. So I might, or I'm like I said, made more of a like effort to display my weapon or you know take more pictures of it. Other than that, I'm really happy. We got really good pictures in that one. So, yeah, anyway, I can't, like I said, I can't think of anything I would have done. I might have just added to it. Right. Um, there were, like, different props that I looked at that I was like, well, it'll just sit in a bag. But now, like, then I'm a little bit more extra with cosplay. I probably would have went ahead. And I have a little bit more budget to work with. I probably would have went ahead, like, had some stim packs. Like, try to make a steampunk stim pack, which is, like health in that game you're looking I know you don't know what stim pack is or like you know medx or something which is like an inhaler and right. to do it like you know something like that I like some of the drugs basically from <laughs> pills baby right. but I, like I said I'd like to do another fallout it's one I've talked about for dragon con this year if I did I might do a specific character maybe McCready I don't do a whole lot of like boys as boys yeah you would have to draw facial hair on me I can do that you know I'm prepared oh, we'll see okay so 
I have been sitting here thinking of all the things I would do different with my Loki, which is actually making me really want to redo my Loki. Okay. Um, so, if I were to redo my Loki, I would get rid of my dress. I'd probably keep my belt piece and my cape, and I would redo my horns, but I would probably do pretty similar to what I have now, because I really liked the way they looked, other than that they were a little rough. Um, I would do probably um, black pleather pants. And boots, and then some sort of. So that year you did Thor when I did Loki, um, and you took a bra, right? Thor? Yes. yes. You took a bra and you spray painted it? I, well, no. You I paint. had to. So you can't spray paint it. This is a little tip and trick. You can, but works much better if you want it to look like metal. This is not my own thing. It's something I found. Mm -hmm. And it works much better if you set down something on there first. Because if you don't, the metallic paint will get like in the pores and it'll crack. So first I had to treat the bra. Okay. So before I painted it, I put on like probably at least two layers of Mod Podge. Okay. And then a bunch of layers. I was going to ask what you treated it with. Mod Podge and Scotch Guard. So basically okay. anything to seal up the pores. Okay. So I did Mod Podge and Scotch Guard because people were like, oh, you can do this or this. And I had both of them for like other cosplays. So I did both of them and then let them dry and then put down a, put down the uh, pieces. I was going to say, so you, yeah, you put some foam pieces I on it to make it look like. Out, right, I bought some pre-made foam embellishments because I was like, these are going to be 100% more even they're machine cut out right. so if i can use these and they were on clearance for like 80 cents right for like a hundred of them so i was like if i can use these listen these we're, be... we're all about smarter not harder right <laughs> we, i was like if i can use these these are gonna be right. much more even look much nicer they work. work perfect right? right so then that was the next thing was i affixed them on and i used um they make a special hot glue that's really, really good for cosplay that's made for affixing things right. to right. fabric. Right. So uh, I've used it a lot for cosplay. So yeah. that's uh, how I put it on there. And then I had to, um, I think I put like Mod Podge or Scotchgard on those because I was worried that the spray paint would melt them. Yes. I you would. know, spray paint melts styrofoam. Yeah. Um, so it, this was EVA foam, which paint works generally pretty well in EVA foam, but I was worried about the pores and stuff. So I scotch guarded and Mod Podge them. Hashtag not a sponsor, but Mod Podge, you would be an excellent sponsor for this Please. podcast. Um, we use your products quite frequently. Right. I made my old uh, coffee table out of now one of my record player set. Um, uh, but so that first and then... Painted it and then I distressed it and didn't like it distressed, so then I put another coat of paint. Right. Over it. <laughs> well, so all that to say is I would maybe do something more along those lines wear pants and my uh, skirt belt situation and maybe an embellished armored bra or something. I don't know. Um, some different kind of top, maybe just a green corset um, to throw some green in there. Um, and then my cape, and I think I would maybe do a different wig. Uh, but just because that wig is a little old and sketchy now, but I think I would do, uh, yeah, not, 
not a skirt version next time. So, um, but now I'm obsessively planning that in my head. That's the thing. And like the more you plan, it doesn't even have to be like formal plans, but the more you plan generally, I think the smoother. That's one that I planned for two years. One of the longer planned cosplays. And I think that's part of the reason why it went so smooth. So, and honestly, if we did this episode, we're not going to do this episode for every single cosplay we've done. No. Some of them, it would be a five minute episode and some of them, yeah, it would we be might a redo it hour. again for different ones right? that are some more of intricate. It, maybe we'll do one on cosplays we're working on, like mm -hmm. as we're working on them, but some of them would be a four hour episode. It's completely different for each cosplay and some of them like, you just you know, have like my to Danny, start... My Daenerys Targaryen, that one I bought and was like, maybe I may have to do some work to this. And I did very little work to it. I yeah. messed with the belt quite a bit. But... I would say we literally sit down, we pick our cosplays, we decide kind of how, what version or if right. we want and to put some a spin of the on it. They kind of go hand in hand, the picking and the planning. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you may suggest a character or group cosplay and I'd be like, well, but... I'm worried about this. Mm -hmm. So then the next step is planning a way that if you want to do that character, you can get over that. Right. So, but, so yeah, we pick, we decide how we want to do it, what we're doing, mm -hmm. what, how we want to do it. And then we go to Amazon and we start or, searching right, or, or like, just, or you will go to Pinterest or, or Google or whatever. Right. And we'll start searching, uh, you know, looks, ideas. Right. Um, and I'll then, look at Joanne's website. Right, I'll Joanne's. look at Spoonflower, other yeah. fabric websites. And we order. We are not above ordering pieces. We order. If, right. we, can, well, if, if we can get it cheaper, then we can make it. Right. Again, um, we're not, as of now, and I don't see in the foreseeable future, we're not uh, competitive cosplayers. We right. don't answer. So it's not like, you know, some costume contest will be like, you have to make at least... 25% or 50% or... Which I would say a lot of our cosplays are. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Well, and, you know, sometimes you buy something and it's got to be significantly alter. altered. Mm -hmm. Or it ends up not working, but you can reuse it for something Absolutely. else. Like, that's happened to me a lot. Right. But, but yeah, so we go and we figure out, okay, what can, from this can we purchase? What is going to be cheap? What can we make mm -hmm. that'll be cheaper to make? What'll be... Can we purchase? That'll be cheaper to purchase than right. we can buy the fabric. And everyone for. has to buy some things, right? And think about also if you plan it. Another benefit to planning events, especially if you are on a budget, it becomes you know it's one of those things that if you're on a budget, it really is in your best interest to start planning earlier because then you can go around sales. You know, like Joanne has yep. pattern sales where you can get five patterns for five dollars, but only you know maybe four or five times a year. So if you plan it early enough. Well, you or like you just buy patterns ahead of time. Right. Because a lot of times right. we'll yeah, be I've like, we, huge... we don't have, we're not going to do this yet, but we need right. this pattern. Or just like, hey, here's a cool looking pattern right. and it's a dollar. Right. I might as well get it. Right. And like, I know the last time I bought patterns is when I made Brennan's Victor Crumb mm -hmm. robes. It was buy five for $5 and I didn't need five. So I was like, well, can I just get one for $1? And they were like, no, it'll be like $14.99 or whatever. Right. So I was like, well, that's. Stupid. Right. right. Why would who would ever do that? Right. So I just picked like random like other like one was well, just like medieval would be cloak. Like, I was gonna say know, ones like, that could be like generic, good staple right? Pieces. Like cloaks and bodies, generic body suits or mm -hmm. like dresses, just dresses. I think are pretty that might right. be able to be reused. Yeah. Um. So if you plan, also you plan like okay, 
I want to get this, but I want to do it for as reasonably priced as possible. And, you know, sometimes we'll get excited and we'll order things, you know, right. like, well, I ordered it now and then it'll go on sale. So if budget is an issue, that's another thing to keep in mind when you're planning is planning around sales. You know, you can look up Joanne's pretty good about, you know, upcoming sales, mm-hmm. advertising, uh, the Joanne coupon calendar is another thing. You know, it, you know, they, they have the coupon calendar has one really, really good coupon, but it's only good during that month. Right. So that's another thing you can plan. You know, if there's one thing that's like 50% off your total purchase of EVA foam or whatever, and you know, you're going to be using a lot of EVA foam. If you plan in enough and early and enough in advance, you could go that month and buy all your EVA foam and you can end up saving a considerable amount of money if you've got a lot of right. thing to buy. So, uh, those are my final thoughts when it comes to planning. But there's no one right or wrong way to do it. No. The way, like I said, the way that we each do it is very, very different. Mm-hmm. And the way that we do it from cosplay to cosplay is very, very different. Right. Um, it's just, you know, and I end up, you know, again, what you take into consideration, whether, okay, I want this to be 100% screen accurate or... I, you know, I can't think of any... Yeah, when we were talking about doing this episode, that's I was trying to narrow down. I was picking two of the cosplays that I did. I felt like a lot of work on. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to decide, okay, which one do I want to use? And I went with the one I didn't go so screen accurate on. You know, I did a, a gender uh, swap and I did a... Um, you know, I did a little, I kind of went on my own on right. it, whereas the other one I was going off of was completely, I tried to go as screen accurate as possible while being flattering to a female body. Right. So, um, so I think, you know, it, it is completely different because you go from, okay, you look up pieces on the internet, where can I find these specific pieces mm-hmm. that match this look, you know, one way, um, Opposed to okay, uh, well, how do I want to represent right. this character? Right. So it really, it really, it depends on the character. It depends on how you're going about it. Um, but that's how we, that's how we went yeah. about those anyway. And like I said, my primary thing was I was like, okay, I want to pick one that I put a lot of forethought into because I don't feel like I always do put in a ton of, like I'm like, well, I'll get into it and then, like I know I want to do this. These are the pieces I want to mm-hmm. have and like. This is kind of, sort of how I want to do it. But mm-hmm. that's one where I, like, went in knowing, like, I want this, 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 Right, this. right. So. All right. So that is the episode, you guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you would like to follow us on the social media, you can do so at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod on um, Facebook and Instagram. We're also, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, if you want to support us and send us uh, money to get coffee at a con or... Uh, what have you? A taco, if you're my mom. Uh, a smoothie. If it's Dragon Con. A smoothie, yeah. Uh, Dragon Con always. There's a, a geeky themed, yeah, fandom themed. Yeah, there's a coffee shop thing that always does fandom do. themed drinks. They're always for... really good too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So if you want to do that and support us, um, actually, we'd probably end up putting it towards cosplay, <laughs> but uh, um, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Uh, you can do that at coffee. Uh, slash cosplay and cocktails pod and that's spelled k-o yeah dash f-i yep it's in all of our info um is it already you already put it there yep okay and then um jesse what if they don't like social media or coffee don't like social media you're or you do and you just maybe want to do something else our email is 
cosplayingcocktailspod at gmail.com. So if you are a reasonable human that doesn't want to deal with social media, you can hit us up there. Yeah. Are we, are we done? We are. We're done. You're well done. Bye, guys. Bye.